Are you struggling with your vocation out there? Are you struggling with finding a vocation? Which one is for you? Are you struggling with what you think might be your vocation? I have struggled with these questions too. I struggled for like 10 years with my vocation question and I beat my head against walls and asked God, why don't you hear me? Why aren't you answering me? I've been praying for so long. What do you want me to do? Where do you want me to go? What do you want me to be? And I just couldn't figure it out. And it was super highly annoying. And I think I took longer than most people, perhaps. But I also had a lot of difficulties because I had a lot of guilt put on me. I had a lot of bad lessons and a lot of um, guilt to figure out, uh, a lot of mind games to <laughs> fix, I guess, because my mother wanted me to become a priest, and she was always trying to get me to become a priest. Even though I never felt called to be a priest, uh, my mother always wanted me to be a priest, and she would always say, O'Brien, I think God might be calling you to the priesthood, or O'Brien, I think God might want you to be a priest. Hey, Brian, have you thought about being a priest? She used to say these things all the time. Hey, Brian, did you know if you become a priest, you know you'll have people to cook and clean for you and you won't have to really do any work? And she would always try to guilt me into these things. And then I would feel totally guilty and she would make it seem like that if I didn't do this, then I was disappointing God. I was doing the wrong thing. I was being selfish. I couldn't become holy unless I became a priest, which of course isn't true. Look at the Holy Family. Look at St. Francis of Assisi. There have been many holy people who have not been priests. But the bottom line is, I, she was guilting me so much, I thought it had to be God's will. And this was in my head, you know, but I just didn't feel called. And so I would wrestle with this. And I would wrestle with it for years. And I didn't really feel called to be a deacon or be single either, so not that vocation. And I didn't know if I was really called to marriage. And in hindsight, 2020, looking back, it was because I everybody I knew had a terrible marriage, or they were divorced, or they were in marriage, but they weren't happy. And so why would I want to be married and be miserable for the rest of my life? And I would come to find out that I was called to marriage, but I didn't know it at the time because none of the three vocations, religious life, single life, or married life, appealed to me. So this was my struggle. Can you relate? Can you relate with all these different voices playing in your head? How do we know it's God? How do we know it's the devil? How do we know it's me? And this was my struggle. And in the beginning, you might be able to relate to this, but I didn't really want to become a priest. Maybe some of you out there might feel called to be a priest or a nun or a brother or a deacon or something. You're like, I don't want to do that. And you feel like if you don't do that, God's going to smite you. And so you better do that. And that's kind of how I felt. It's like, I don't want to be a priest. I don't want to be a priest. I don't want to be a priest. It was like the biggest fear. What if God's calling me to be a priest? Oh, no, I couldn't be a priest for this and that reason. And I would try to make excuses. And over time, it's something that I had to wrestle with. And over time, as I came closer to Jesus, I had to start praying about it more and being open more and saying, God, I don't really want to be a priest, but if you want me to be, I will be. God, if you really want me to be a brother or a deacon or something, and you're calling me to religious life in some way, it's the last thing on earth that I want to do, God, and I don't feel called to it, but if you want me to, I'll do it. So this is growth. I mean, it's something, I was on the right track. I was coming closer to God. But I was also trying to say, God, do you want me to be married? And I would look for the Bible and I would just open the Bible and say, God, speak to me. And I would point down at a passage and, you know, if it seemed to be pointing to marriage, maybe I was pointing to marriage. Or maybe if it was pointing to religious life, I would point toward religious life. But it was a struggle. And I talked to priests about this. And even one time, I remember I was dating my girlfriend and I told the priest, I was like, I'm scared. I feel like God might be calling me to the priesthood. And being the good priest, he said, he said, good. 
He's like, but don't break up with your girlfriend just now. He's like, make sure that God's really calling you. He's like, if you want to go away for a weekend and pray about it and do a discernment, come and see weekend, you can do that. He's like, but don't just, you know, jump hastily out of a relationship just because you think God might be calling you. And many times fear clouds our judgment. Many times worry clouds our judgment. Sometimes the devil, many times the devil clouds our judgment. He puts it in our minds saying that if you don't become a priest or religious, you're not going to be holy. God's not going to love you. God's not going to accept you. The only way to really please God is to do the best, and that's to become a priest. And he puts these lies in our minds, and it becomes like this guilt that if you don't do something, you're going to be in big trouble. I have counseled so many people who are struggling with their vocation or who fear that God might be calling them to a religious vocation and they worry and they stress and they think like, why would God do this to me? I don't want to. You know, it's not what I want. And people always tell us, well, God will give you your heart's desires provided your desire is in line with his will and your desire is pure. But you know, God does want to give us the desires of our heart, but even more so, he wants to make us holy. This is the thing. We have to trust that whatever God wants for us is going to make us holy and it's going to make us really the most fulfilled and joyful that we can be on earth. If we don't do the vocation that God wants, even if we think we want it, the other one, we're not going to be happy. We're going to be miserable and we're going to be unhappy and it's going to lead to a lot of crosses and that's not good. Just ask people who have dated and married the wrong person and they spend the next 25 years in hell and they would much rather be single again. They much would have rather done it the different way, but they didn't and they compromised and you don't want to compromise your vocation and you can't think straight if you're in fear. And one holy priest, Father Mike Scanlon, once told me, he said, and he, he told the whole church, he said, if you're ever confused about your vocation, he said, just focus on your first vocation, which is holiness and coming close to Jesus and loving him. He's like, if you fulfill that, then everything else will fall into place. Because the closer you come to Jesus, the more light will be in your life, the more you will be able to hear him clearly, the more you will be able to discern more effectively. So come close to Jesus instead of worrying all the time. Some people literally are worry warts about their vocation. It's like throwing rocks into the, the lake over and over. They're just chucking them in. Are you making the lake clear? Are you making it still? Can you see the bottom of it? No. You're creating all these waves and ripples, and it's becoming unpeaceful and tumultuous, and you're not making it better. And we do that with our thoughts sometimes. We worry, and we wonder why we can't discern God's will, because we never sit still in any kind of silence. Our waves are all over the place and rippling, and it's not peaceful and still, so we can't hear God. So when we focus on our first vocation, it takes the focus off of that, and it puts it on Jesus. And when we come close to Jesus, He's going to help us. And even if he wants religious life for you, let's just say, or maybe you don't want to be married, but God wants you to be married. Let's just say, God's going to give you the grace to desire it. And you can even pray that. That's what I prayed. I said, God, if you want me to be a priest, give me the grace to desire it. Even if I'm not called to be a priest, God, give me the grace to desire it. I want to be able to see the beauty of both vocations. And I want to know the beauty of both vocations. I want to be able to desire both even if you're not calling me to both. I want to I wanna know both. And by the end, I can honestly tell you that 
I could see the beauty of the priesthood, the religious life, and the beauty of marriage. I could see both by the end because God gave me that desire. So if you're struggling, ask God to give you the desire. God, if you want me to be a priest, please put that desire in my heart. Please change my heart. Change my mind. You know, maybe you don't desire it because God does not want it for you. Just because you feel called to it, a wise priest said, does not mean you actually are called to it. This girl in our youth group told our priest, he was very wise, and she said, I feel God might be calling me to be a nun. He said, okay. He's like, but that does not mean that he is. He might just be calling you closer to his heart. He might be calling you to a closer relationship with him, and that might be the way he does it. I know friends and people who have gone into seminary for years, and then they've come back out, and God used that to bring them closer to him and to heal their lives and to make them more spiritual and to give them direction, but it wasn't for them ultimately. So really, God is not a killjoy. And this is what I thought, and this is what the devil makes you think many times, is that God is going to give you everything that you don't want so that you can suffer and be miserable. If you don't want to be a priest, well, that's exactly what he's going to make you. If you don't want to be a missionary over in Africa, oh, well, you better start walking because that's what God wants you to do. And those are the lies of the devil, which poison us against God. Here's the thing. The Bible says that God desires our good. He wants to give us what is good. And he came to give us joy and to bring us joy abundantly. So God wants what's best for you. God wants what's good for you. God wants you to be joyful and peaceful and fulfilled in life. And maybe we don't know what that vocation is, but unless you trust God, that's what it is. You have to trust God. And eventually I had to come to a place where I said, God, I don't want this, but you know what? I'm going to trust you and I'm going to try to be open to it as much as possible. And if you want me to go down that road. Here, God, I feel called to marriage, so I'm going to become married. I'm going to date, but if you don't want me to, I said, close the doors. Make it obvious. Put people in my life to turn me around and put me the other way. And it was confusing because in the beginning of my journey, I was pretty much the only young person going to church daily. And so people would come up to me and be like, oh, you must be called to be a priest. Oh, God wants you to be a priest. God needs holy priests, you know, and they would put these guilt trips on you. They haven't prayed for a single second about whether you should be a priest or not. They have not discerned it. They don't know your life. And they are poisoning your minds as well as the devil. Now, the only difference is these people mean well. They mean well. But they have not discerned God's will. They just see young people and assume, oh, you should be a priest. Well, guess what, people? Not everyone is called to be a priest. Many of us are called to try to be saints in the world. Many of us are called to be lights in the world. If we are called to be holy, people say, oh, you're called to be holy. People say, Brian, you're so holy. I said, yeah, right. Whatever. You don't know me. But if you think I'm holy, well, that's what you should try to be as well. Here's the thing. Everyone thinks a priest is supposed to be holy, but the thing is we're all called to the heights of holiness, not just priests, not just nuns who pray all day. We are all called to the heights of holiness, and we need great examples of that in the real world, too. And even when I got to the point where I was dating my wife, and I think we were even engaged, I still had 
thoughts in my head were like, you are selfish, you're doing the wrong thing, you're disappointing God, and I had this broken record player playing in my head, even though in some ways I had come to peace with it, even though in some ways I felt like I was called to marriage, it was still a tumultuous war battle sometimes in my head. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to go on a discernment weekend just to make sure, just to make sure, because I don't want to be doing my own thing. I don't want to be you know, selfish and just ignoring God and be deceived. And so I'm going to go on this weekend. And so I did. And on this weekend, as soon as I walked in, I literally got sick, so sick. I thought I was going to, mm. and I ended up not even be able to attend most of their treat. I went to bed so sick that night. I don't know if I had the flu. I don't know if I had like something worse, but I couldn't even get out of bed Friday night all day Saturday, I felt like I was going to die. And (laughs) I was reading the materials of, you know, well, what does it mean to be a priest? And it would say, do you desire to bring the sacraments to people? No. Well, do you desire to be uh, like a missionary and uh, teach people the word? Yes. Do you desire to celebrate the mass above all things? No. Do you desire to go visit people in the hospitals, the, visit the sick and in prison? No. And I would go down the checklist and most of the things that involves in the priesthood, I did not feel called to. So the, the people in, in these articles were saying, you know, that God gives you natural talents. What do you want to do? How can he use those? The only thing I would want to do as a priest is preach. (laughs) It's talking. I don't need to be a priest to do that. But most of those things I didn't feel called to be. And I went through this. And by the end of the weekend, Sunday came around. It was the end. And there was only one talk left. I hadn't even attended the retreat yet. And the priest walks in all snarky and sassy. And he says, what, are you going to decide to get out of bed and attend the retreat with us? And I said, I'm kind of sick but I'm feeling a lot better today, so I'll come to the last talk, Father. So I did, and the whole last talk was about how (laughs) you don't, it was given by a a brother who's not even a priest, and it was about how you don't need to be a priest or religious to be holy. You don't need to be a priest or religious to serve God. In fact, the holy family, he said, was the holiest family on earth, and they were not religious. He said, if you, if God is calling you to be married, but you become a priest because you think that's the highest vocation, which objectively it is, it is not for you, and you are not going to serve God well, and you are probably going to do it, probably be unholy. And if you are called to marriage, and God's calling you to marriage, or let's say that God is calling you to be a priest, but you want to be married. Whatever it is, if you do the opposite vocation of what you think you're called for, just because you think that's what God might want, even though he doesn't, it's not for you. Just because the priesthood is objectively holy doesn't mean that's the most objectively holy vocation for you. And this, the brother, he laid it all out for us, and he said the holiest people, even St. Francis, one of the holiest people on earth, was never a priest. We can give ourselves to God in other ways. And as a married man, I can say it is much more difficult with kids, with duties, with all this other stuff. It is more difficult to be holy, to sit down, to be contemplative, and to find God on a deep level and to become a saint. It is easier, much easier in religious life because you give up all of the things of the world that distract you. But that does not mean that you can't be holy. If God is calling you to marriage, he's going to provide the means to do so. And you should not feel any guilt about that. You should run to it. You should dive into it. You should look forward to it. And you should read every book possible on it. In fact, you should read the book Introduction to the Devout Life by St. Francis de Sales because it's written for lay people on how to become holy. Carry it with you. Follow every word of it and you will be 
holy. But the bottom line is, if you want to love God, then trust him. Trust him. Don't buy the lies that he's going to just purposely try to make you miserable and do everything you don't want to do just because he's that vindictive kind of a God. I've come to learn he's not. And I've had several powerful healing experiences where it taught me the love of God as a father, as a lover. He knows my heart. He loves my heart. He wants what's best for me. And all those years of agonizing torture of people telling me I was going to be a priest, it wasn't for me. And in fact, when I left that talk by that brother, I went into the Eucharist Adoration Chapel, and I just felt all of these demons leave, literally just leave me. And I felt like the peace beyond all understanding, and God was telling me it's going to be okay. And I just knew at that moment that I was not called to that. And God gave me a very powerful confirmation through peace and through those evil spirits that were torturing me and tormenting me this whole time, these strongholds were released, and God came into my life, and I had peace beyond all understanding every minute of every day for three straight weeks. And all those obsessive, tormenting thoughts that I had didn't have them again. And so God has led me, despite all the tortures. This is why I like to talk to people about vocations, because I hated the torture, and I know so many people are tortured. And if you are one of those people, I hope this video has started to help you in your journey. And I hope that you know that God is not against you. He's for you. He loves you. He wants you to be happy, but he more so wants you to be holy. And you need to trust him, and you need to come closer to him, because when you do that, then you will do whatever he wants, and you will want to do whatever he wants. The saints jumped. God, if you want me to run to Africa and swim there, I will. God, if you want me to go preach on the moon, I will. Whatever you want, God, is my ultimate delight. The saints loved God so much they would do anything and everything he asked. And I pray that we can get to that point too, but it won't come unless we're doing serious hours of adoration. We're praying, reading the scriptures, doing spiritual discernment, and even getting spiritual direction, asking people to help you in your life. <sighs> There it is. That's my story, and I hope that it's helped you in some way, and I hope that you will share it with other people who might be struggling with this as well. Merry Christmas to you all. Thank you all for watching, and please check out our website, thecatholictruth.org. If you would like me to come to your parish, if you would like uh, help in some way, please message us at our, on our website, or if you would like to check out our merchandise or follow us for daily inspiration on our social media, please see that below. And if you would like to support us on PayPal or Patreon, one time, yearly, monthly, large donations, everything we give back to the salvation of souls. And everything you can give, we would thank you so much. And we do thank so much all of our patrons who make this ministry possible. God bless you all, and Merry Christmas.